A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Hermione Granger of this podcast. Oi, bruv. Oi, you got any wands? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Damn, that was bad. I should have said Draco Malfoy. What was I thinking? (gasps) Are you sorted? Take it back. I'm Hagrid. (laughs) Dude, I saw Hagrid's clothes once. They're huge. (laughs) Where did you see Hagrid's clothes? I'm not surprised that they're huge. I saw them at the museum. It was either, I think it was the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. It was a very cold day, and I went to the Harry Potter exhibit on cocaine. And Ooh, that sounds fucking fun. And I, <laughs> I saw, Dude, where was I, bro? <laughs> I saw Hagrid's so big clothing, and I pulled a turnip baby out of the ground, which was really fun. <gasps> a mandrake? A mandrake, yep. And I threw a, a snitch, a quidditch. 
I threw a ball. Quaffle? I, it was the gold. I think they gave us oh, a gold yeah. one because we're, you know, we're having fun over here. So I threw that and it was like, these kids are on coke. Give them a snit. (laughs) (laughs) I know snit. Let's shoot. Let's launch these freaks like Quidditch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it it was really cool. But like they only sorted the kids, which I was pissed about because I was like really ready to get sorted. Well, you can do it online. Oh, you can? I get mixed results. I well, we, we're all who we think, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm Hufflepuff, obviously, but I could, I, I could lean Ravenclaw, but I, I think I'm more of a puff. I mean, I'm of the camp of, like, you know, uh, if you want to be in Gryffindor, you just have to ask kind of thing. Mm. So you kind of just get to, like... Like which one do you want to be in? <laughs> don't tell, don't tell other people. I don't know. Slytherins are definitely Slytherins, though. I don't know. I feel Slytherins want to be Slytherins. True. I can't tell if I like want to be a Slytherin or if I'm scared that I'm a Slytherin, which I think makes me a Gryffindor. I was gonna say you're either you're either I'm Slytherin, either a Slytherin Gryff- or a Gryffindor. Yeah, it's like that's how I feel. I think and you can be cuspy. No, you well, can I, mean, be I mean, want. yeah, you just have to ask if you want to be. In Gryffindor. I feel like I'm a Gryffindor. But I have like a slithering moon or mm. or like a like something like that where I'm like, I definitely I mean, it's like Harry not to be like, oh, I'm Harry Potter. In this, but it, <laughs> but I am. Wow. Uh, this no, is where a it's like where the hat F. says, oh, you do well in Slytherin. Right. Where it's like that, where it's like but anyone would do. well. Exactly. That's, that's the I mean, I don't know. There is like a fan theory that you only get into Gryffindor if you ask. Oh, so it's oh. like, uh, of course, all the Weasleys are because they probably like told each other like, mm, yeah. oh, little bro, like just ask to be in Gryffindor and you will or whatever. And like, of course, someone like Neville is like, please, can I be in Gryffindor? In cool you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Whoa. So, I mean, who knows if it's true, but it's like the cur- even the courage to ask is like a quality of, you know, Dang. that is some Gryffindor shit. Right. Dude. Or your mom's. Lori Laughlin and pay- this joke's probably very old <laughs> by the time maybe this your mom paid the sorting hat to, to put you there yeah oh you just gotta ask what ask your parents bank account to get you into Gryffindor I, I like hate it obviously but I also love that she's just straight up like I didn't know like which is like that doesn't work <laughs> but it I mean, might work for you somehow I don't know I don't think it's going to but also what the who the fuck do I like dude she might be serving hard time by this the time it's coming out well we've yet the story the rest is still unwritten as Natasha Benningfield once sang staring Damn, at did the, you know that song is about writing staring at the blank page before you oh looking Open out the, dir- the dirty window, window. Let the sun illuminate the world's eye. You cannot fall. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. Reading for something in the distance. Stop. We're going to have to pay rights. We're gonna oh, pay shit. Royalty. Yeah. Release your <laughs> inhibitions. <laughs> feel the rain on your skin. It's a parody. I know. Uh, feel the stars in your chart. <laughs> <laughs> no one else can feel them for you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's true. That's I mean, so true. the. Harry Potter is crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're. I mean, we're just getting into it already. Yeah, I, I mean, said I guess we're I like started it too. We're talking no, today. We're talking about good. we're talking about astrology in just like pop culture. Let's say um, people who have famous people who have used astrology. Yeah, famous uses of astrology. Just yes. kind of a a general discussion today. Yeah, um, we just felt like chatting. I mean, we love to learn, but sometimes we just love to to gab, and why not both? I want to conjecture about people who've used astrology. So, um 
if you aren't aware, uh, one of a uh, famous example is that the author J.K. Rowling uh, used astrology for all of her characters. Wait, I'm is Lisa- that most of them? I have like a fan website pulled up, but. I think the most interesting thing is that she used it like as a class and not just astrology, but they like have astrology and crystal gazing and stuff in their divination class. And they, she does talk about, um, there are like scenes with tarot. Um, they discuss unaspected planets in like a sentence or two. Mm -hmm. I just think it's interesting. So did she use them to shape the characters or were the characters shaped and then she assigned or do well, we know? We know that in the first, the very first book, we know Harry's birthday. Yes. Right. Which he's, so, which is her birthday. He's a Leo. He's a Leo. Yeah. Oh, that's her birthday. Yes. Wow. So Leo of her. So I wonder if she thought about it or if she was maybe just interested in her own. Mm-hmm. astrology i don't know mm-hmm. i don't um. know i've been thinking about this a lot because i've been thinking about um like casting things and uh just kind of like stoner bonering out on the idea of like uh which which comes first kind of like do you um like do you get i don't want to say get cast on like your rising or your sun sign but like what would be the correlation between actors sun signs and the roles that they play mm-hmm. and kind of that thing of like, do you know what I mean? Do you mm-hmm. know what oh. I'm getting at of like, Oh, mm-hmm. it, you know, there are ways it would just be a different way that we would frame why someone isn't right for a role typically where it would be like, Oh, normally you would say like, Oh, they're this, they're this type. And I'm wondering what, if there's, if there is any correlation to, I I think there is. I also think that um, some sign, I don't think my sign, for instance, I don't think is as easy to become a blank slate. Mm. Like I think other signs are a bit more, and maybe it's just because I'm a fixed sign, which I think a a good actor can uh, dissociate even maybe from their own, you know, obviously from their own emotions, but from themselves a little bit and become someone else something else change their attitude and hopefully like keep some sense of self but i think that once you get famous that can also cause self-dissociation and like it can cause mental illness um and i think some signs are better suited to that yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know that doesn't mean like tauruses can't be a good actor no there's a lot of taurus actors but but like i just I, I don't think that's something we're known for. Well, I think it's interesting thinking about, you know, one of our faves, Mark Ruffalo, who yes. uh, is a Scorpio, I guess, by degree, son. Um, but like, even though it's outrageous to say this because he was just in the biggest fucking movie in the world, uh, he's been in the Avengers movies. But before that, he's like a a transformative kind of like he's known because he's like ha- does good work but he's not like a movie star like no the and same also way he was in the avengers a green monster let's yes. be honest like there wasn't very much revelry. but there. also yeah being a, looking at his natal like just remembering like what are his being a, 
Scorpio Sun, Cancer Moon. Who's more emotive than the Hulk? He has to switch from this like sentient, like just everyday guy to like once his emotions really like go out of like spiral, it's just like boo. And then when you think, yeah, when I think of Mark Ruffalo, I think of these really quiet, understated, emotional roles, like the tender. Like usually he's like the tender guy, even like Eternal Sunshine, the Spotless Mind. Um, have you ever seen this movie, My Life Without Me, with Mark Ruffalo and Sarah Polly? Oh, dude, don't watch it if you don't want to be depressed. But it's about this like young mom who married a high school sweetheart. She finds out she's like going to die in like nine months. So she starts living the life she wanted to live um, and like leaves messages and things for her family. But while also kind of like rebelling against having kids at a really young age and marrying her high school sweetheart. And Mark Ruffalo just shows her a brand new world. And it's just just too much to I mean, handle. He shows all of us a brand new world. But I think he does these really like I'm going to like sh- emotions come with me take my hand i'm not afraid or but okay so there's someone like that and then you get someone like so like leos are the natural actor of Mm -hmm. of the zodiac but i also it's the people who are leos are some of our greatest actors but they also are like um big over the personnel or like not even big personnel like but they are like i am like meryl streep is a leo i'm pretty sure she's a cancer she's cancer mm-hmm. Which, I, so this is what i'm thinking about. dustin hoffman i know for sure is leo i know um, de niro is for sure de niro is let me check but those this. are like i'm an actor you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no i think well even just like i have a theory about leos because i think they get the that actor stare like especially like being like a star like is their whole thing of like not just like oh i make art like all the signs can make art and be actors and be singers and do whatever they want but i think my theory on leos of why they're just the best actors and the best singers and like the best performers is they work on it they like they do like it's part luck people are drawn to them they want to see them they want to touch them they want to like be in their world but also leos do have discipline they do have the the drive they want to be better than everybody else on set so they're gonna like put on a face mask go to bed early run their lines eat really well train they're gonna do the work and look great and also they're fueled by the sun and luck and like they just when they work with what's going well for them they're just gonna like keep on going so i agree with your theory mostly because i'm looking at like a list and to me, the people that I'm seeing on this list, which m- they might not be, this is on famousbirthdays.com. So they might not be like the right, uh, the best actors that the this website put on, but I don't, they don't seem like natural talents to me. They seem like very thirsty hard workers. Oh, and yeah. like, that's also, that is cool. Like, mm-hmm. if that, but I think it's a bit of the, like, you know what they say, uh if you like the thing all rich people have in common mm. they've wanted their whole life to be rich uh it's like that like with acting where it's like oh yeah like you just really wanted to be an actor it's you like really being, want this it's like being a gryffindor you gotta want it and if you want it and imp- apply it it can be yours, but then add in a splash of Leo luck. And so it really goes well. Self creation. Some of the mm-hmm. examples, I, just so people don't think I'm being like a psycho, is <laughs> like Anna Kendrick. Oh, God. I don't think yes. she's a bad actress. 
I just don't think she's like a natural talent that like happened into acting. This is someone that really wanted to be. I don't know her story. Oh, no. Anna Kendrick really wanted to be famous. And I mean, people love Pitch Perfect. I haven't seen it, but people um, love it. Jennifer Lawrence, I think, has a similar vibe where it's like, I don't think. I don't know. People love her, but I think that. But I think that. um, Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, though, because it also is like someone who like uh, also wasn't going to let not being a natural talent be the reason why right. they're not doing something right. or whatever where it's right. like oh it doesn't matter i'm gonna get to be i'm gonna be as good as anyone with a natural talent and i'm gonna do what i want to like that's i'm making this i'm making what i want to be not what it is also i mean i think the two most famous like again these people are talented but you know there's some people that you just got it kid and there's some people who like pay their union dues and just really grind and the two that popped to mind that i know that are Leo Queens that really did all the effort. Madonna. Madonna has like grinded her fucking Mm -hmm. ass off here to stay. Every super theme has like fought all the ageism. Also, fuck it. I'm going in movies. And again, do we know her for her voice? Not not so much. But we know Madonna for her progression, her sex things, her like just uh, her bangers, her albums. Like Madonna is so fucking talented. But also knows that like, well, no one's just going to like, like me on just talent. Like, I got to do yeah. it. Same with J-Lo. J-Lo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those were two that came up. Too. J-Lo, obviously naturally talented dancer. But you know what? She was ready to get out of in living color. She was ready to just break that mold. Go for it. You know what? She got a lot of slack for playing Selena at first because being a Puerto Rican woman, Mexican superstar, you know, it was a, it was a risk. But risk worth taking, catapulted into superstar. J-Lo... St- Leo staying power and again do we really know her for her voice not, no, not so but much she's great but okay. she's a star she's a star Amy she made Adams I will say oh it might be a natural talent but also Amy also, Adams though is I would say someone and this is not a I don't mean like she's unattractive but Amy Adams is not typically someone that you would think of as I think that she became like a star and was like I'm gonna be a star I'm gonna I'm not gonna be like a a, a background character. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be a character. I'm a great actor. I'm going to be in this thing. And not, not again, not to say that she's not gorgeous and all those things, but I mean, like, Hollywood's a, working Holly- against her. Yes. In a Hollywood world, I don't think that she is typically what you would think of as someone who would be as successful and as, as prominent as she is. Well, but she's great. And Charlize Theron also. Amy Adams has worked very hard and she's going to get her Oscars one of these days. Also trippy to think about Amy Adams is like the first role I remember her in was in Drop Dead Gorgeous where she plays like the super blonde, super bimbo cheerleader. And it's just so interesting to see where her career has gone that where she was like, actually, like I could doll up and I could put my hair in rollers and be this blonde lipstick cheerleader type. Or I could just like get back to my natch color, let my hair down wear no makeup, be like, get on some sharp objects, be Dick Cheney's wife. And like, just like pick good roles. Like not, I mean, again, Drop to Gorgeous is my favorite movie of all time. But But this, she played a type that was really easy and very funny, but she was like, "Mm, let's keep going. But like, I'm like, it's not to appease anybody, but besides her like resume and filmography. This is, I think the difference where, where, because we're getting into I don't like now I'm just typing things I never thought I'd type. But (laughs) what I would say is a Leo, a Leo performer is always someone where once they get famous, they're going to show you the videos of where they were as opposed to someone who gets a first role and becomes a star. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're okay. not, maybe not the breakout star. No, they were a model first. They were, uh, they were a dancer first. They <gasps> did their thing. You know what I mean? Whoa. They were, they were, okay. they were in a bunch of movies before they got to be in a lead role. Dude, there's a video of Robert De Niro in this old, I forget, I think it's called like 17. It's like a year. It's like 17 something or 18. And he plays like an old present guy with Gerard Depardieu. And there is a scene of his bare dick getting masturbated. This was like one of his first roles. Hell yeah. So Robert De Niro. dues, baby. <laughs> so like, Are you talking to that. me? <laughs> Analyze this. <laughs> was he in that? Analyze D's nuts. <laughs> so I, it does just show like, no, it wasn't like, ooh, like a James Dean. Like, well, I don't know what James Dean signed. Okay. I just had to type one that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought I would type this. <laughs> What is it? Seth Rogen natal chart. Oh, whoa. He's an Aries. Um, Cap Moon. Hell yeah. And he, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming quite tired of the, what's it a schlubby guy with a hot girl take? Because (laughs) he's a movie star. Yeah. And television star worth $55 million. He is not a schlubby guy. You know who's a schlubby guy? Gary at the office, yeah. not fucking Seth Rogen. Yeah. And also, have you lived life? Have you seen what kind of women date what kind of men? Yeah. It's not that far off. Yeah. Also, I, d- I agree. Women don't need to set their standards lower. I agree with the sentiment of the idea. However, I don't think he's like a fucking piece of shit. No. no. Ugly he, schlub. And also, he also dresses pretty nice. It's more, he just has a schlub's voice. Well, That's also, all it is. The, he's I, a comedy guy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also the idea would be like, oh, also, is it outrageous that someone as gorgeous as that would also just be attracted to a person who isn't gorgeous? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you mean also like that that super hot person could also have like opinions and idea like a, you mean like a full everyone range, yeah, ever? a full range of human emotion and be attracted to more than someone's physical appearance or be attracted to someone's physical appearance, even though it's not what we deem. Uh, I can't believe I'm like defending. No, I'm, you know? I, can't, I can't either. I honestly can't either. But it's like I'm, okay. I'm just so tired of this hot take that wow, Charlize Theron would never. And it's like I don't know that because he's a Is he, he's, he's worth funny. fifty-five million. He's funny and he's not like missing any kind of like it's anybody who is teeth or anything <laughs> anybody who is on television has to still be good looking enough to be on television that's what i'm saying so yeah even if you're that where it's like yeah in your yeah you yeah you're right yeah you gary yeah, yeah it's too it's a long shot for you to get with charlie's theron because you're also not funny mm-hmm. like you're or also, successful yeah you're not successful well, charming or funny so like yeah Charlize isn't gonna fuck you but well and he's an Aries right yeah so I mean that's all he really he's getting it I think I know like <laughs> most of the Apatow people's sign. Jonah Hill um I looked it up already fuck Scorpio <laughs> he's a Sag he's, he's a Sag, Sag that's why I'm like, like that was my initial one he's always been like oh, oh man why'd he say that that's my initial one I know Judd Apatow's a Sag oh I got a watery vibe from Jonah, but... Oh, Cancer Moon. Oh, there she... And Scorpio... Oh, no. 
Capricorn rising. The Archie blows. That whole like um, taking down the takedown though remind me when I was watching Harold and Kumar the other day. Do you guys remember? Do you see yeah. Harold and Kumar? It just came out. Um, recently, but I have seen <laughs> But it. there's a scene with the character Freak Show who's like, he's like covered in boils and warts and like he picks up Harold and Kumar and like drives them back to his house and he's like, you can come in, fuck my wife, do whatever. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. goes and he comes in and it's like the wife's like hi boys and she's like just a super hot token blonde girl and they're like wait you're with freak show and they're like well we met at the church choir and he sang and he had the voice of an angel and then i just fell in love with him so you guys gonna fuck me or what (laughs) but it was like oh like i mean i know that's like but that can go for flip of any gender it's like you can just like like someone's people's souls make them hot also i didn't know that was chris maloney from law and order underneath that freak show mess it was yes that what's his sign oh my god i also didn't know his name was chris maloney until i was like wait i recognized his build i was like is this an actor look up bd wong because he is one of my all-time and i I love him is he's so chill okay he's an aries so that's why he can also always get it libra moon cap rising love it so many cap risings um what i was gonna say is i think that that same the reason why we like rail against it is because it's like the same logic if we're flipping it where it's like, oh, how did that guy cheat on Halle Berry? Right. Yeah. Where it's like, do you think that's why people cheat? Is because, <laughs> or like that's what keeps people from not cheating is because someone's hot. hot like right. that's not being hot almost doesn't matter. Like I, I think it's just for it's me. True. I honestly like it doesn't bother me that much and I know I made a very impassioned speech about it (laughs) but like I think for me it just reminds me of people who like after you break up with someone are like oh I never liked him and it's like oh you could have fucking told me that yeah Mm -hmm. like or like people who are like why 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 are they together and it's like I don't know just let them be together yeah like like I don't what or it's like the that's problem. the wrong question to yeah. ask or whatever. Y'all, I just had a stoner boner. Like, dude, Mark Ruffalo's in Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. I just like always He's, forget. Okay, I always like remember and forget. And then my, I'm like, Ugh, we need have a Zodiac movie night. My new mission is for sure. I like want. I will stop at nothing now to like get Mark Ruffalo on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if we have to show up with Zoom in hand, microphones. Like, yo, if you have a Mike, Mark Ruffalo tip, hot tip line, please get at us. We'll be nice. We'll be respectful about it. But I think he would really like us. I think um, he'd be. Obviously, he's open to. I just want to give him a hug. I feel like, like he would really like two out of three of us, and I would go <laughs> home crying. <laughs> I'd be like, "Why didn't he like me? I just I kept talking shit about his signs." I don't know. You're Scorpio bait, though, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's wear- even worse because I'm always like, "Yeah, Scorpios suck." He's like, "Oh, great." You're, and you're like, "Actually, I'd want to fuck you," but. <laughs> um, so I think a cool thing with thinking about like. Going, you mentioned something about like actors and roles and like would that affect like casting I feel like so many times in movies and maybe now I'll keep a phone note of it and be more aware since we might do more podcasts like this in the future but of like the times where like they'll mention a character's birthday and I see the actor and I'm like oh yeah I totally see that sign for them and then you like google and you're like of course it's like your big three is like it's somewhere in there so I do feel like even if you're not someone that's like savvy on astrology or like it i feel like there is probably something subconsciously going on when you're doing this you don't have to know about it that's we in casting they would use a different 
like word but i think i've talked about this before but when i was doing acting stuff um like one of the things you have to do is kind of like type yourself and uh there can be a bunch of different people who are all great looking who are all talented actors but like i am less believable in like a a shy um like mousy office i'm i'm more of a like i'm more of whatever mindy kaling's character is on the office versus pam or whatever and it's not that i can't read those lines or whatever but just my my it doesn't sound as right coming from my mouth as it does from someone else's mouth and Mm. vice versa Mm -hmm. and there's people who can like maybe that's a leo thing too of like working really hard to convince people that they can play against type well i think leo's I, I and we've talked about this before it's like they can be the life of the party and they can be like super like that sexy introvert in the car i think there is like leos have this duality that i don't think every sign has well they're just gonna decide what they're gonna do mm-hmm. but uh okay yes switching gears wait the office characters do have birthdays birthdays Oh my god! Okay, but I think I think I tried to do this for a meme once, and I think I think it's based on the day that they first go um, to the air there. No, like the first time they appeared on. Oh, uh, that doesn't. That's not a, okay. But so I'm gonna look deeper. But okay. go ahead. Okay, well, switching from that a little bit, um, I also. I was thinking about other people. This has been coming up a lot, and I don't know remember where it's been coming up but um ronald reagan oh he's yeah. an astrologer it's like a well-known thing i get or more well-known than i thought i thought that was more like a like oh that's a juicy tidbit but it was like in several books and stuff um have you but, seen this epic picture of her yes with her charts yeah on the table. I, I mean I this it. it's such a good her name high- is joan quigley yes she wrote a book She's also mentioned in Nancy's book, but she was... I guess Nancy was the big stan uh, in the Astro but world. But she also lied about... She, like, downplayed how much they used it. They were... They, the Reagans used astrologers since, like, the fucking 50s. They... And they used it and for everything. For everything. And one of their other ones... Joan Quigley was, like, the one while he while he was president. But they also worked with someone named Carol Ryder. Um, mm-hmm. is a man... Um, and he was also like a astrologer to the stars, but Reagan, Ronald Reagan said that he like called him like a dear friend in his book. Wow. So they were like out, but they were like, it was a different time. Also, I love this. This guy, Carol Ryder, um, his nickname was the Gregarious Aquarius. What? Oh my God. That's like such a good, clever nickname that I like, I'm shocked that I'm hearing for the first time. I know. Um, he was, uh, an astrologer. Some of his clients included Cary Grant, Grace Kelly, uh, Marlena Dietrich was one that he was like rumored to have had not as a client but who was he like warned her Holy he was shit. like oh don't go to set this day and then she did and she fell and broke her ankle what okay I desperately now want this book that they they listed in this article on the timeline.com article what does Joan say my seven years as White House astrologer that was her yeah. official title yeah this she was getting government checks for being the so, fucking but White they, House no astrologer. she wasn't no government checks because that's they pay out of pocket no Nancy tried to go through a third party so they wouldn't know so people wouldn't know because oh, think about this. they want to keep it a it, secret it, Reagan is like ultimate no like no woo woo yeah, no yeah. occult right no anything like that so that can't if that came out and Nancy too 
uh, I mean, it would be scandalous or it would be so. I mean, it is weird. But, but like when you think so about weird. it, it's for sure. Oh, but weird. it was known. It's actually, what's his sign? Oh, it's I so got Aquarius. It's so not stupid to be like, well, why don't we check everything? Well, that's, that's the thing. Yes. Okay. So this is, a, I love this. I, this quote made me laugh, but apparently it was like known on in Washington. So people would like make fun of it to at like Congress uh, sessions or whatever mm-hmm. um, too. But uh, one of these articles that I read, they were like, it totally makes sense. There's tons of political people who have used it. Tons of high, high level business people, because it's like, why wouldn't you, if you have a huge, a hugely public job that requires a lot of responsibility and requires you to get it right. Why wouldn't you use every tool at your disposal to make sure you're making the best decisions? Oh yeah. Um, JP Morgan. Oh shit. Has a quote that says millionaires don't have astrologers. Billionaires do. Oh my God. Whoa. And I was like, hell yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. (laughs) That's also, that's just so weird. Like, I mean, it's not weird because like we air quotes we get it but to think that that these people who are typically in this conservative camp of like finance warmonger like all of the above are just like well i mean if we have access to the the dates of when there's retrogrades going on and when there's this like why not just see maybe this strike in syria might be better on this day or like it's science i mean i think that to some extent, we underestimate the conservative people in that I think they are not. I do think that they don't care about people's rights, but I think it's because they know that that distracts enough people where they can go steal another hundred thousand dollars. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't think that it's like. I feel like it's a ploy. Yes. And so I think that them using astrology does for evil, obviously, does make sense. Well, because well, it's selfishly used. It's right. not yeah. used to like, oh, what's a good day to like launch this fun, great initiative for people, which unlike, which I want to not done with the Reagans, but not, unlike Princess Diana, who had her own astrologer as well. Um, but we'll get more into that. Well, think about it. So the big categories of people that they say um, use astrology, again, are these like government world leaders um business people and then also perform artists performers Mm -hmm. but think about also who who you are around and how are you going to get any kind of insight into when's a good day to do something when you are a famous person and everybody's kissing your ass and wanting to just tell you Uh. exactly what you want to hear what you would want someone to come in that is going to be like, oh, no, this has nothing to do with you. This has to do with this. Or don't ask these per- these people don't know about this Saturn transit happening right now. That's yeah. not what they want is your money. What they want is your stardom. Here's, you know, some outsider kind of thing. But, um, oh, I totally agree with that. Like the uh, I don't forget where I saw it, um, but Mecca Woods mentioned another quote by someone that was like, um you don't have to astrology is like is a tool or whatever it's like you don't have to believe in a hammer in order for it to work whoa that's tight or like for you to use it right it's still it's still a hammer it doesn't matter so if it works it works so i think ideas of like oh yeah not that we feel like a spiritual attachment to astrology in a lot of ways or like or using it to like understand people and that sort of thing but if it's a, if you can use it as a tool for manipulation or understanding how 
how people how to better manipulate people than yeah fucking well also i think we like and maybe it's the like uh, the it, it reminds me of like a trumpy sort of thing too of like the reagan's like I, i'm not sure where nancy reagan grew up it says she was Pasadena. born in passing it says she was born in manhattan i know reagan was born somewhere in illinois and grew up is like an was a la movie star i mean it's not like astrology was that far away from them. No. I'm guessing like for where they're from, but also the only interesting, I'm not like fully analyzing their charts cause we don't got the time, but I, interesting thing I just noticed off the bat was he's born on February 6th and she's July 6th. So I think that's interesting that they're both the same little six numbers. And after just like a brief search of six being that like spiritual balancey, like that kind of like soul searchy community number yeah like i think that i don't know that was just like that number just of them both being that same number day just really when i think well, they're a team i mean it's their a, team and you and know it's a about a like a we are this entity about the and even like i mean it may yeah to you, me that makes total sense. you know who else is the same number day couple that i always before i was like deep in astrology i was always like that's so interesting that they're this both fours is beyonce and jay-z september 4th and december 4th so i'm like it's just this like mega i mean again they're sharing their deacons and sharing all this but it's it's interesting to see those like thinking of it from a quasi numerology don't know anything about numerology effect of just like oh there must be some power in like being bonded over that same number uh, well i can see them being four too yeah stability family like oh all that kind of stuff you know home having a- like the whole lemonade thing mm-hmm. that to me that's like very like family whoa keeping the family like mm-hmm. yes uh, you know who else had an astrologer that made me laugh is george w bush really <laughs> oh, that doesn't it me. doesn't surprise me but i was just like i would love to hear george w bush asking about <laughs> transits okay that's so interesting though just because because nancy's nancy's a cancer i know george w is a cancer mm-hmm um and also fdr winston churchill also i mean in world war in world war ii we used astrologers a lot because hitler used an astrologer and we knew that so we wanted to make sure that we had the same intel holy shit also i know um there was a cute like article about princess diana in vogue about like talking with her astrologer i think her name is penny yeah penny thornton and there was i like this quote um they asked one of the questions but what was some advice you gave her during your meet like their first kind of like big meeting um, during our first meeting, my endeavor was to provide her with the means to turn her situation around from being a passive victim to an active member of the royal family who was equal to her husband. I suggested she use her suffering to relate to those who suffered. I think you could say it worked. And it's like, cool. Like, I mean, Princess Di just totally did own, like, she's just such a, like, was such an entity cancer and just really took this, like, divorce saga this like this woman of this and really like became like this powerful icon of like really giving a fuck about people and just being a strong divorcee and was like doing shit on her terms and i just thought that was like i don't know i love that a little advice for the can the cancerians out there like fuck your fuck of it cancers can easily fall into victimhood if you want to but what happens if you demand power demanding power demanding to be a gryffindor demanding the things that you want Anything I can think happen. that's important, especially just for women too. Which oh, yeah. I know, like that goes with cancer shit too. Where the it's moon like, mamas, just like get that respect. Mm-hmm. Well, and just like you can change a narrative. Like everyone's gonna be writing it all around you. Like that's just life, and sometimes we fill it in if we want. 
but you can like just go you can do a rug sweep and just and reset we can always reset um damn i'm tripped out by how many people have astrologers in their deck uh someone who also had an astrologer which i thought was really cool for the twin peaks heads out there um there was a, a they brought an astrologer after the characters were developed but they did have an astrologer come on um bill herbst he contributed to the set um and he brought insight in all this it does to the twin peaks characters and did a careful anana- analysis of their character profiles and determined the character's birth date and you know therefore zodiac sign so if you go on lynchnet.com they came out with these trading cards that like are part of the twin peaks universe and i think what's cool just like harry potter or like you know shows with huge or like movies or TV show media that have like a lot of characters is like when you have so many people and they all need to kind of weave in, in a very distinct way, but sometimes it's maybe for a moment here, maybe they'll pop up later in the movie. Maybe they'll come like in a different episode. They, they need to have like something that's like really distinctive about them. So I think if you're a Lynch, I definitely go through that list and like check out. I mean, I even think this is what I thought was cool about it too. Is like, there's some characters with like the same birthday, like, it wasn't like, ooh, I'm just going to, like, uh, randomly pick and because I have to or I have to do this. But, like, if you go through, I think this guy did, like, just did a bang-up job of, like, assigning each Twin Peaks character. Again, there's many. Obviously, Dale Cooper is such an Aries. And, of course, Laura Palmer, Cancer. Cancer, I think, is the theme of the uh, <laughs> the media uh, media astrologers. But I think uh, I think David Lynch and Mark Frost were, like, kind of into it but i don't think it was like a driving force but what i think it's interesting that they wrote such clear characters that an astrologer could come and be like no like the, these are the, like you wrote it and this is perfect they, these are the types like assigned even like the um dr jacoby who's like the the brain doc is like he wears like the different color lenses the blue and red and he's like got quirky curly he almost looks like wayne coin or something and he's like such an aquarium like just every little like ob like it wouldn't be obvious if you don't know it, but if you know it and you're in it, it's like very satisfying for the for the dark web people out there. Hell yeah, dude. I know Julia brought it up over text, but um William Shakespeare also used astrology in his plays, um not just as character traits, but he talks about the actions of the stars, like making things favorable or unfavorable. Mm-hmm. Um or like, I guess like luck and stuff like that, which I think is interesting. There's a lot of like references to like literal transits yeah, happening. Yeah, transits, where, planets. Yeah, where it's like Saturn was this or whatever, like the mm-hmm. that. Or he'll talk about like this is a conjunction, which, which is so weird because like people today, if you're like, uh, they'll say that Shakespeare, like in writing circles, I guess that Shakespeare wrote every story. And every story is just like a, a retelling. redo. Um, but astrology is weird, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's like the. Yeah, no, totally. Because it's also like, oh, well, that's how they were used. That's how we described like our context, how we described what seasons and stuff are happening. So it's like, yeah, of course they would use that to describe what's happening in a story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's true that it is. Um this one was funny to me um the when i was thinking of just like you know pop culture things i was like oh the song age of aquarius 
from here um and now like thinking about it, it says like the moon in the seventh house and oh, i was like yeah. knew that that was like a oh thing. and i when- like looked it up when i like like looked at the lyrics and like thought it was all like out oh damn time. whatever uh but i looked at the uh so now it's just like interesting to hear because it also like it says more but also still says nothing jupiter like, aligns with mars yeah um but then it's like okay whatever uh but I looked at the album cover and it has there's like an album, not the hair soundtrack. This is a fifth dimension album called Age of Aquarius that has like that's the only astrology related song. Bummer. Um, <laughs> but oh, side note, I did find on Etsy a bunch of like albums that are in t- like soundtracks for a sign. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So we'll, well, I'll find more later. They have the, those Spotify playlists now, but Chani also. Shani does that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I am creating an overall astrology playlist. It's not done yet, but if you have songs, they don't need to be like straight up like the title of the song is a sign. Like even if it's like a, a sentence, like I was listening to this uh I think her name's Stella Donnelly. She had like this like one song that was like very poppy. It just came out this year. That's like la 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 la, fighting like a Taurus. And I was like, I never hear Taurus mentioned in songs because I feel like it's just not mentioned that much in songs because it doesn't really have like a good. It sounds like tourist, so I feel like it's not used very often. Same with like cancer. I feel like people aren't like jacked to hear that word. Yeah, they're like, like cancer. Uh, no thanks. Um, but so far my astrology playlist, the most mentioned sign. That's just like one sentence and the same line has been used in a few different R&B, hip hop, et cetera songs. There's I'm a Gemini. It's like a threesome multiple times. Gemini has is, I think, the most sung about. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a beautiful word. It sounds, you know, Gemini. It has rhyming potential, but just notice many Gemini's. But if you have songs, please send it to me, even if they just say it once. I love it. I was looking at the album cover though, and it has the zodiac wheel on there. And I was like, "Oh, I wonder if you can see it's a Cancer rising." That's what I figured out because it's like oh. not in order, which I was thought was an odd choice. Um, and so I looked to see, and I couldn't find rising times, but I looked to see if maybe any of the band members were had a Cancer like, rising. Yeah, and I couldn't find birth times, but. Florence LaRue, who is the lead singer, is an Aquarius. Uh-huh. And then Billy Davis Jr., who also is the lead singer, it says, he is a Cancer. So I don't know. If anyone knows how they determined that thing, I was like, <laughs> I went to look to see as if that would be a thing that would, like, come up in a search. Like, mm-hmm. how did they come up with this idea? Um, I'm like, I don't think that that exists on the web, but maybe there's a well, deep, dark place. One time, Julie and I saw this man wearing a shirt and we were looking at it and it was like the Zodiac wheel or something, but it was something else. It had some skateboarding thing or something with it. And like, we were both like, it's wrong, but like, maybe it's not like, well, cause, cause we were like, if you, he's an Aquarius rising, it's right. But there's no way he knows that. Like, yes. It's, it's cause it was like a wheel. It was like three different wheels. So it was like Zodiac signs, like number. Oh, it was planets. It was like planets and numbers or something like that. Yeah, and we were like, well, maybe it's right because yeah. they're not going, you know, it's whatever the rising sign is. But then it was something where it was like, no, it was just wrong. Yeah. But this, it was a guy to open mic who also made a joke about how dumb astrology was and was wearing a shirt, uh, with, which I think was like kind of the joke, but also a bad joke, bud. Yeah, no thanks. I mean, also just like we get it. We get it. Like, go for it. Um, I like 
didn't read on this all the way, but I thought like I bookmarked this for later and it's just food for thought when we think of like mid heavens too. Um on for forest astrology. F O R E S T astrology. Um he was just like it was an article where he's talking about like this like he watched this webinar on Martin Scorsese or Scorsese's chart and I was like, What a cool dude and then was just like doing this kind of like research dive into like Academy Award winning directors having Neptune on their midheaven, which I thought was like, Oh yeah, this is like stuff we talked about with like our Neptune episode and like midheaven y things, but also maybe if you have the artistic bug but never know how to express I feel like directing or like making movies or like doing those things gets like so like everyone thinks of like the stars but it's like people gotta make this shit too so i think that's uh it was an interesting correlation that was kind of piecing together this like neptunian energy but in this obviously this work centric part of your chart so i mean um, good good work for us i thought that was really interesting uh i think the takeaway is that astrology fucking works it does work or it can work um or it might be working even if you don't really realize it i was thinking that too when you mentioned the characters it's like do characters become more like the signs of the actors, even though the obviously the actors are doing a bang up job at whatever they're doing, but can that seep sure. in? I think that if you're an actor, you should find or give your characters um, a zodiac sign. Yeah. I think it will help. I think I know nothing about acting, but I feel like if you're well, there's all kinds of exercises that would, I mean, would that kind of do that without saying give yeah, it a like zodiac we, we sign. We would do that in improv, and if I had taught improv, it wouldn't be mostly based on astrology and reality <laughs> TV. And I, I would, I would make people do, you know, an episode of Real Housewives mm-hmm. just so I could watch it. Mm-hmm. But I'll never get to teach improv. So. I mean, never say never. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. someday Dude, soon. Astrology improv class? Dare I mean? Does that counteract improv if you give? No, that's part of it. No, there's, it's yeah. yeah I give guess us you give, a suggestion. Yeah, I guess. But then it's just a permanent. Suggestion. I'm just gonna start going to improv shows now and just yelling out Virgo. Pisces, yelling out <laughs> astrological signs, water signs. Yeah. Oh well, Scott and I have been seeing this Hellboy commercial where he's like, <laughs> "I'm Such a Capricorn." Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. I've been. So people have been telling me about this commercial. I haven't. I haven't viewed it yet, but. Well, I could see Hellboy the, being a cap. Well, they're the it's the devil tarot card and um like goats. Voldemort. Goats also are Oh true. Satan little Satan's mm-hmm. little Satan's pet. Clovetiff. Uh Voldemort, dude. It's funny. And Voldemort. I don't know if this And Jesus. I don't know if this book is good. The reviews aren't great. But there was like a just like kind of looking into like oh what writers or directors or what people use like astrology of astrology for writers spark your creativity using the zodiac it's like yeah if you're ever stuck i mean i think that is a smart idea like every sign is like on a base level such a trope that's like make a character a total taurus make a character a total capricorn and like you can probably create like I'm, I feel like Arrested Development, the TV show, is like a thousand percent like so many like astrological tropes if you just like break down the core of everybody. Yeah. Which is like fun for like if you need to like, dude, we all get stuck sometimes and we just need to like make other shit. So force yourself to make a character that wouldn't be your normal kind of person. Or yeah, if you're just looking for insight at all, like read about, read it. Maybe you have a character and you're not sure or you're looking for something, maybe reading about the characteristics of a sign might inspire you to 
kind of think about a person that way. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I just want to give one shout out to anyone who likes Sailor Moon because I think that is the original like astrology centric cartoon animation. Like I don't know why. Like I loved Pokemon. I can't wait to see Detective Pikachu. And I love like Sailor Moon. And I just remember always like loving Sailor Venus. And like it was the answers just right in front of me. I was just looking. I was just looking to like myself. I want to see Detective Pikachu too. I've never done anything with Pokemon, but that movie looks so freaking good. Okay, we are we are going. We are going to Detective Pikachu. I am so excited. I love Pokemon. I like the play. I was going to say the Playboy, the Game Boy game, like the little handheld. The cards are gorgeous. And honestly, the Pokemon are just cute. You don't need to know much. They're cute. They're cute. And also, I mean, just to get it back to Harry Potter, really, some of the um, birthdays are really very right on. I still don't know how no one ever got a crush on Sirius Black but me, but that. Oh, what? I totally (laughs) had a crush on Sirius. But no one in the books did. I think is he was just too scary. It's Scorpio. Too um, what Snape? Cap. Oh. And Hagrid's a Sag. Which Duh. Is so right on. Duh. Um, which one? Which other ones made me feel like? Of course, Dobby's a Cancer. Cute. I mean, come on. Little pest. Fred and George Weasley's the Aries twins. Ooh. Cuties. Dungeon. Draco Malfoy's a Gemini. I, I could see that. I w- I know a lot of crisp blonde Gemini's. They keep that platinum up. I could see, yeah. I see blonde Gemini. Mm-hmm. I see him. I'm, I will say just to backtrack to a previous episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Gemini met her better than Taurus men. Ooh. I'll I'll. I I'm, mean, I fucked more of them, so I'll I'll give that a thumbs up. <laughs> to, I don't to, think I fucked either. Mm. But. well um if you know more things that like prominently feature astrology that are really cool i'd love to see um i feel like so much of it has been like old wives tales i've collected throughout the years where someone's like did you know they used an astrologer for this and this and this and there's like so many examples and samples but man if you got one we don't know Fucking send it. If you know where to find that sports movie we mentioned too, where it was oh, like what Pisces was that? Like Pi- yeah, movie. that Pisces one. <gasps> yes. If you can find that, if you know where it is, please send it to us. Or if you know other ones, oh, the other one I was to think of is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They like the whole. It's like very astrology based. The original I watched it recently, and oh, like really? she's like they're like reading horoscopes and explaining to each other like, oh well, that's because you're blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. Were they on point? I love Lucy too. Of astrology, mm-hmm. it's everywhere, baby. Well, it's interesting now because I feel like now it's really everywhere. But when you look back at like media before this new wave astrology boom, you're like, no, it was still everywhere. Like it was just peppered more in, and we weren't as like our dog ears weren't like perked up for it. So um, it's always been there. It always will be. Damn. And so will we. See you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. 
Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?